KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. There is a lot to talk about in the American economy, including a fantastic jobs report. And we break it down with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. This is interesting stuff. Give a listen. So let's start by talking jobs. The U.S. economy added 943,000 jobs in the month of July, uh, a great number that actually pushed unemployment down half a percentage point from 5.9 to 5.4 percent. A lot of good news here, sir. It absolutely is, Matt. It's great news. Uh, obviously, we're still in the pandemic, uh, but I think we're starting to to see the light at the end of the tunnel, even though there could be other variants that are coming up. But this is a major, major accomplishment to be able to decrease that unemployment rate and to hit almost one million jobs. Uh, that is really good, especially in the summertime when people aren't thinking about hiring. They're thinking, companies are thinking about vacations. <laughs> They're thinking about slowdown sometimes in production. But this is really, really good to see. The fact that we added those many jobs, I'm happy. Uh, If it happens again, uh, that'll be even better for us in August. Most of the jobs, about 380,000 in leisure and hospitality. Uh, Not a surprise because that's where a lot of the runway was that we needed to catch up, but still good to actually see this happening. Oh, it is, Matt. You know, the leisure hospitality numbers are great. That's good for food services. It's good for all the establishments that have restaurants. It's good for... uh, Anybody who wants to go out and see arts and entertainment, recreation, um, we've had some good growth. Uh, Although leisure and hospitality is still down a little bit from pre-pandemic, but it's going to take time to build this back up. No one said that this economy was going to come back, or if they were saying it was going to come back in three months. I don't think they were looking at the right numbers. This takes time. And while that number, that 380,000, you can see it, I was kind of surprised to see 240,000 jobs in government. Can you shine a little light as to, to the, the, the hiring numbers there? Sure. I saw that too as well. I'm glad you brought that up, Matt. Uh, What I saw the last year was a lot of hiring freezes in some states, some federal agencies, even your county and local governments uh, were doing a lot of freeze. Uh, Let's say there's county government that wasn't meeting. They were meeting a lot by Zoom, doing work at home. Uh, It was also your summertime employment of your big cities like Philadelphia, Wilmington, other cities, Pittsburgh, uh, and throughout the country who had their summer recreation programs in full force. They didn't have that last year. You also saw the fact that your local municipalities were hiring consultants because the consultants are the ones who are going to be helping them with that American Rescue Act plan when the money was filtered down to the local levels. Um, A lot of, as I said, a lot of this has to do with job freezes over the last year. And then this year, uh, they were given the green light to go ahead and hire. What are you seeing on the inflation front? Because as much as we talk about a lot of these good numbers, still a lot of concern about inflation. Uh, What are you seeing? Well, uh, being a little bit older, (laughs) I see that. I said to someone last night in my class, I said, oh, 5% is not bad. He almost fainted. I had forgotten that he was a young young student and they've never seen 5%. He said, I've never even seen 2%. I said, well, I remember back when it was double digits. So I always take a look at 
at history, look at trends. Yes, 5% for a lot of people is a lot. However, wages have risen a little bit from last month to this month, about a half a percent, which is good. I'm starting to see oil trail off. So crude oil is actually down since July 1st by about 7%. And I think as we start getting back to school, you're going to see less demand in the summertime. You're going to see a spike in, in gas prices. Absolutely. Come August and Labor Day. But I think in the fall, you're going to see that demand um drop off. Employers are looking to bring people back. Employees are saying, I'll stay at home a little bit longer. I'll even take a little bit of a pay cut. So I'm looking at the fact that will inflation stay at 5%? Uh, the Fed is looking to raise interest rates next year, which, which will bring some of that inflation in check. Uh, saw a number. Commerce Department said new sale, new home sales uh, were down in June, six point six percent. We've talked so much about how the housing market was uh, on fire, uh, pumping the brakes a little bit on it. A little bit. When you have increases double digit for three or four months in a row, it's hard to sustain that. You know, it's it's like it's like a, a performer or an athlete sustaining uh, world's records or even sustaining um, you know the number of sales they have attendance at a concert. It's hard to sustain that year after year. I do think that the housing market has cooled a little bit, but it's still warm. Uh, it's not boiling hot, but it's still warm. Uh, talking to realtors this past week, they're still busy. Um, they finally said that in June and July, they started to do some outreach, whereas before people were contacting them. So I think we saw a big push of people who were moving across country for whatever reason. They thought, oh, I can go to Florida now and do my work from Florida since my company is not going to be calling me back. Or they said, oh, now's my chance to retire in the suburbs, my, my chance to go to the retirement village I always wanted to go to. You're seeing some of that happen as well. We talked about the inflation and it does not, though, seem that's affecting consumer confidence, which uh, the, the consumer confidence index was actually up a little bit in July over June. Uh, so kind of tells you that maybe people are cognizant of the inflation, but they're fighting through it and still feeling pretty good. Absolutely, Matt. You know, it, it's almost as high as what it was back in February of 2020. Uh, obviously, the pandemic took its toll in the consumer conference, but the spending picked up in July. And that's telling me that people are, were planning to make purchases of automobiles, major appliances in the next couple months. Uh, they're also taking a look at at summer sales and back to school. They're even going as far as to start purchasing for Christmas at this time because they're not sure if the stocks will be available because of the supply chain for certain things such as toys, uh, electronics, computers, whatever the new gadgets that are coming out too as well. Durable goods were up in June, uh, about eight-tenths of a percent. That's good news. And, and it's interesting. We talk about all these supply chain issues but I think uh, durable goods orders have gone up every month, but one for the last 14. And that's despite dealing with uh, the supply chain problems. That's right. And the durable goods shows some good numbers that the economy is on pace to get back to where it was a few years ago. Uh, now, some of those numbers, when you said 0.8%, it would be even larger if people were not shifting some of their funds to services. Those services could be anything from accounting services to legal services. You know, the pandemic took people's minds off of 
their daily lives. Now they're getting back into it and said, oh, I forgot to maybe do my taxes or I forgot to get my will <laughs> done up or I forgot to do something else that needed to be done as a service, whether it mean the dry cleaners were closed for a year, whatever the case may be. So that's where the service industry is starting to pop a little bit. And we talk about it every couple of weeks. What are you hearing about the shore as someone who is going to be heading down to Cape May in a little bit to, to hang out? What uh, what are you hearing from from the municipalities down there? Well, I I heard I can tell you from uh, Atlantic City down to Cape May, it's really thriving. Uh, Ocean City is doing well. Atlantic City is doing well. As now that the concerts are starting to open up, uh, people are, are willing to travel the hour and a half to two hours to go to Cape May and enjoy themselves for the day. The Wildwoods are doing well. I think people are looking to say, we better get down there now before Labor Day, because come Labor Day, the kids are back in school, whether it's online or whether it's a hybrid or whatever the case may be. Uh, and the parents are saying, well, maybe we may be back at work. We don't know. It could be a hybrid as well. They're trying to get as much time in as possible. I believe people from when I'm talking to the chambers of commerce, people have adjusted to some of the, the weights they'll see in a restaurant. They have adjusted to some of the weights they'll see maybe on the boardwalk. Uh, some people are frustrated, but that's the way it is. Uh, you know, remember the pandemic took people off their routine. Even students who were in college, some took off for a year. So they went back to summer school. Summer schools were, were busy this year. They were very busy this year, which took them away from the summer resort season down at the, at, at the shores where they could be working part-time. And it's interesting. We've, we've talked about all these numbers and a lot of good news. And maybe when we get the August numbers, we'll, we'll see a change. But for right now, all the concern about the Delta variant of the of COVID-19 and those concerns are very well-founded. Obviously, we're seeing some some alarming numbers, but it really feels like the economy has kind of become unshackled from the virus. And tell me if I'm crazy in thinking that, or, you know, because we kind of went through 2020 and people learned how to adjust and still, if not thrive, get by, uh, a lot of these economic numbers kind of show that, you know, economic life's going to go on one way or another. You're absolutely right, Matt. Um, Americans are resilient, and there are options to uh, to the Americans. They may not like shopping online, or they may not like the fact that they have to stay home and order takeout from DoorDash or Grubhub or do pickup, delivery, all those kinds of things. But there are options out there. Uh, look what happened last year with when it comes to recreational equipment. There was so much more um, moon bounces and, and trampolines sold because people were staying home for the for the summer as opposed to going out. So I'm not sure if the American public would like it again if there were lockdowns. We'll have to wait and see or if there's going to be more restrictions. But we can adjust. We may not like it, but we can adjust. Uh, remember, this was a, as you know, we talked about this off the air. This was a global pandemic. So whatever happened in other countries uh, that we import from affects us. So we had to change our way of thinking. Uh, maybe we, we cannot buy those imports. We have to buy American made, or maybe we don't buy it right now. And this is what's happening in the appliance industry where you're waiting a little bit because of the chips, the microchips and some of the things that aren't being, that aren't being built like they were at 100% capacity because international trade between us and 300 other countries is so big. 
That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.